Hello, ladies. If you're tired of unpredictable hair color results, there's finally an at-home. So hello to the Secret Squad. Really happy to be doing the podcast, I've Got a Secret, today because this one is going to be, I think, more fun than maybe any of the others because it's right up my alley. And my two guests are just, well, first of all, gorgeous. I wish all of you were here to see them. This room is just radiating beauty. (laughs) The name of this podcast today is The Secret to the Cosmetic and Confidence Connection. And wow, you're going to understand why I'm so excited because I know a lot of you out there already know this because I've said it so many times, but I love makeup. I love cosmetics. I love skincare. Duh. So for all of you who don't know this, I've been into makeup, cosmetics my entire life. I have three older sisters and I was their guinea pig growing up. I was their canvas. They practiced on me and I just fell in love with Anything that had to do with the face, the body, skincare, not only on the outside, but of course on the inside, taking care of myself. But today we're going to talk about the skin, the face, the cosmetics, and how you can take care of yourself and feel like you look your gorgeous self every day when you want to. So let me tell you who's here with me today because I have two incredible guests. To my left is Nicole Faulkner better known as Lipstick Nick. This social media sensation has established herself as a growing force within the beauty industry. After years of working behind the scenes on television and film sets, Nicole's bold makeup style captured the attention of Hollywood, earning her numerous red carpet credits and three Emmy nominations for her work on RuPaul's Drag Race. Nicole is currently the director of global artistry for Morphe Cosmetics, a brand that I actually love, by the way. Also here with us today is a woman who is just breathtaking. Shay Scott is an incredibly accomplished model who has worked for notable beauty brands such as Fenty Beauty, Laura Mercier, KKW Beauty, Hourglass Cosmetics, Bobby Brown, and well, the list goes on and on. And Shay, I am so excited to say that Next year, you will be competing in the Miss California USA pageant. And I have to tell you, if you want to know my opinion, you will be walking away with the entire Miss USA. You are just beautiful and you sparkle. Both of you just make it absolutely gorgeous in here. So thank you both for being here. Thank Hi. You. Thank you. So excited to be here. Thank you so much. We, I want all the listeners to know that we barely got started today because we've been visiting now, I think almost an hour before <laughs> we turned on these microphones. That's how excited I am and how proud I am to have both of these beautiful women here with me today on the podcast. Ladies, thank you. Thank you. We start crying. Right? Oh my God. So Nicole, tell everyone what you called me when you got here. Oh, well, so (laughs) fun fact, I'm a huge Robin and Phil fan. Um, And me and my sister, we always call you our second mom. We're like, she's our adopted mom. She doesn't even know it yet. So we always joke like, oh, I can't wait to go to the McGraws for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Like, what are we going to bring? We just like, it's an inside joke with us. And we always kind of like our sister bonding experience and um, just like watching Phil and, and, you know, doing research on you. And I just respect (gasps) you so much as a 
woman and entrepreneur. So it's really exciting to be here. And it's one of those moments where I feel like, okay, like everything's kind of falling into place. You know, it's so funny, but yeah. Wow. So your studio is beautiful. Like you said, we were just hanging out for the past half hour, hour. (laughs) Thank you. And I apologize (laughs) listeners that I made her say all of that because it's, it was such a, I'm like, I'm begging for compliments here, but it was, it meant so much to me that you would call me mama because my role as a mother and grandmother has always been so important to me. And uh, I've always felt that I was put on this earth to be a a wife and mother and now grandmother. Oh, so exciting. Oh, but you do like so exude proud. that like motherly energy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's that's kind of why we say that. But thank so, you. Yeah, it's huge felt. compliment. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And Shay, yes. uh, I want also to thank you for being here. And uh, I feel like I have gained two daughters already <laughs> today. Oh, the so daughters funny. I never had because I told them both that I raised boys. Because for you listeners, when they both walked in, they complimented me on the studio in my office here because I have so much pink everywhere. It's so cute. Like you guys, like man. Yeah, I want to live here. I might right. just be sleeping on the couch. Yeah, the girls, like, I'm like ashamed to go back to my apartment after this. <laughs> this looks so I'm good. I'm about to jump online and buy some new decor because I'm like, well, I'll help you. I'll help you because I love decorating. I love decorating. So let's get started. Um, First of all, Nicole, tell me what age do you think you were when you knew the love of cosmetics and makeup and that kind of thing? When do you think you knew that was what you were going to do the rest of your life? I knew pretty early on. I actually uh, thought I was going to be a tattoo artist originally because really? I used to draw all the time. Yes. Um, and I actually drew a few tattoos that people then got on their body when I was really? like maybe 16, um, which I'm sorry for anyone that's listening that I, I gave them a bad tattoo because <laughs> at the time I'm like, this is great. Everyone's supportive. But then I look back, I'm like, that tattoo was really bad. But yeah, I, I love to draw. I loved art. And then about at 16, people started asking me to do their makeup. And I was like, I guess, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Thing. It's just mm-hmm. with different it is. tools. So it's um, a form of artistry. I, yeah. I think yeah. I love to actually. I want to interrupt right fast yeah. and tell you I love tattoos. Oh, yeah. I don't have any, but <gasps> uh, our youngest son <laughs> got his first tattoo. I believe when he was fourteen or fifteen. Did you know about it? Oh yes, I yes. Oh, I, I love that. He wanted a tattoo, and his dad, of course, was totally against it. And Jay, his older brother, is totally against it. So. But I was not against it. I was, it so fits Jordan and his personality. And, but we had to make a deal with him that if he got an A on his term paper, he could get a tattoo. Oh, and he did. Oh my gosh. Wow, he did. good for him. Oh, he yes. was like, that was so his motivation. His first one was a cross on the inside of his arm. Oh, that's a good one to get. Yes. Yeah. That's it, great. It has his name, I believe, and it's beautiful. And so uh, it was his first. And I just, ha- I made him promise that he would never put one on his face. Mm, that's a good His gorgeous promise. face. Yeah, that's a good deal. I think but, he could meet yes, you in the middle right. on that one. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then I, I started with, have tattoos that a t-shirt will hide, but then it went to, okay, a dress shirt will hide. But now right. it's, there's one hand that he's got some on the back of the hand, but they're beautiful and it fits him. And yeah. So yeah. it is truly yeah, art. tattoos. Like, I love them. Yeah. I love that you took him to get, or yeah, okay I went with, with him to that's... one to get one a few years ago. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh. Would you ever get one? Like a little baby tiny? Yes, I think I would. Yeah? I think I would. I should get one for my yeah. next birthday. He's got one right here that says mom. And and it's just right here on his little pinky finger, just the inside of his little pinky. Oh, But cute. then I said, or does that say wow? <laughs> wow, like mom. You. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow, mom. mom. I love that. <laughs> love you. Okay. Wow, mom. Okay. So, yes, I, I think that was a sign that you're an artist. And Yeah, I, I will. And I always kind of like... 
I knew I was naturally like had these certain skills, you know, it was just like consensus of everyone's like, wow, you know, so that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. Obviously, anyone that's young, if someone starts to praise you for something, you're like, oh, I think I'm good at this. Like, so I just kind of kept doing it. And then um, people would ask me to do their makeup for winter formal homecoming prom. um, And I was just doing it for fun for free. And then it started to be like, it was maybe, you know, two people, then four, then 10. And my family was like, okay, we got to talk. Like, (laughs) if you're going to do this, like, we need to do it right. And you need to charge people because this is, you're good at it, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. And I was kind of like weary. I didn't want to like freak out my classmates. And my dad, like, this is something like he always told me from the time I was very young was like, if you treat it like a hobby, it will always stay a hobby. Mm -hmm. And if you treat it like a business, it will become a business. Mm -hmm. So I always kind of like, that was the first time he like ingrained that in my Uh head. So I was like, okay, well, so what would I do if this was a business? I would have a makeup chair. I would have a kit. I would have professional brushes, you know, so I kind of just slowly started to build my little kit. I had a menu of services with pricing and a tip jar. And like, you know, it was this whole thing. It was very professional. My mom would make snacks. It was like this whole little home salon and in high school. And so, um, yeah, I just kept doing that. And then two more dances went by and I was like, I love this. I can't believe people are paying me. I'm just doing their (gasps) makeup. Wonderful. Yeah. It was just very organic. It was very organic. And I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Oh, I I love that. So that's always kind of been me. How long do you think it would it took you back then to do one woman's too long? <laughs> yes, because that's what I was thinking um, when yeah. you said that you weren't charging and you were just doing it for for fun for yeah. your friends. But because that's a full time job, it is. Yeah, I would say probably like over an hour. Oh, wow, but yes. for like a young high school like prom makeup, it should have taken forty five minutes. You know, yeah. so I was, but I was trying to move fast and get all these people done. So I think I was moving pretty fast for my age. But still, now looking back, I'm like, yeah. I think those took way too long <laughs> oh. for this like simple wing liner. You know, yes. it should it should have taken me like thirty minutes. But <laughs> because um, you know, I do my own makeup for the camera. Yeah, you were telling and, us and. It takes me a while, but I love it. Yeah. I, like I love doing my own makeup and and I can never sit still and let someone else do it because it's not that I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. It's just that like I don't trust them. <laughs> like <laughs> how that, what if I sit here all this time and I don't like it? Yeah. I would never tell them I don't like it. Yeah. I wouldn't hurt their feelings or anything, but I guess I'm just a control freak or something, but at the same time, I do it because I really, truly love yeah. doing it. And I, I sometimes I'll finish, and it takes me a good hour. Yeah, and uh, I'll yeah, finish, same. and I won't like it. Like, uh, like, oh, I mixed these colors, and I, it looks terrible, but, but I'll change it. it. <laughs> like, it's different if someone else does it, and you don't like it. If you do it, and you don't like it, it's like okay. Yes, yeah, that's like, true. I can though. still put something on top or whatever, right. or just live with it. Yeah, but. Uh, but Shay, do you do your own makeup by any chance? Because yes. you look gorgeous. Thank your makeup you. today is just yeah, beautiful. You. Did you do it? Yeah. <gasps> really? I love doing my own makeup. I'm like you. Like, Bravo. It's therapeutic to me. Like, Yes, it is. I just listen to music, do my makeup, and it's like the best part of going out to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Getting the makeup and trying it out. And like I was telling you earlier, watching YouTube videos and learning yes. things yeah. and products to try. It's really fun. That's what we were talking about that before, Nicole, before you got here, we were both talking about the YouTube videos, makeup videos, and they're addicting. Yes. Like we both were admitting that once I get started watching them, it'll be hours, hours. And like if Philip (laughs) travels for work, I will get on the computer and start watching those videos and it's so entertaining and so educational yeah. at the same time. They're addicting. They yeah. are. Yeah. Who's your favorite YouTuber? I really don't have a favorite person. I will tell you, I get on and watch Anastasia and Fenty 
I watch yep. the cosmetic lines, oh, their smart. videos, probably more than one person. In fact, you could probably tell me some that I could look up and watch. Mm. Yeah, I could maybe give you a little list before oh, I leave. <laughs> yes, please do. A little list, Because yeah. I, that's how I kind of got into mm. it was following them on social media and then watching their videos. Yeah. No, that's cool because I feel like brands put out more educational content. Uh -huh. And whereas like just individuals, it might be silly or, or too specific to them. But if you want to learn and like really you yes. know, hone in on some skills, I feel like yeah, brands are the way to go. Yeah. Because when I would watch just single people, artists doing them, it was frustrating to me because if and when I would watch one and they wouldn't show me the product right. mm -hmm. or they wouldn't tell me the product, I got really frustrated. Like, no, oh, no, <laughs> show me what, what that is. is. <laughs> yeah, tell me what that is. And so I found it was just more fun for me to know everything they're using. If it's totally. their brand, then, of course, I'm going to know it. So yeah, right. I kind of went to that and I've stuck with it. I love yeah. that. But I would like to go and watch a single artist doing it and using different types of brands, different yeah. brands. Maybe type in like get ready with me because yeah. okay. those videos, um, okay. it's just people and they literally just, you will get to watch them get ready and they say every single product that they're using. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Cool. And then they have like a Dropbox menu where they like list right everything. Yeah. Oh, see that that's how long it's been since yeah. I've actually yeah. watched someone like this. So mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so fun. fun. Yeah. The one thing I cannot do, and I'm looking at both of you and you've just mastered it, obviously, um, are the lashes. I'm, I don't know why. I have to have someone else like Rachel here <laughs> or at the studio. Cool is Philip's makeup artist, and he touches me up, and he will add the single. I don't do a strip of them, but he'll add the single lashes, and I love that. And I've done it maybe once or twice, but it has taken me like an hour and a half yeah, to right. add a few extra lashes. But yeah. I can't do that. Now, what's the trick? I would say just know. practice. I, it's tons of practice, but I will say with individuals, individuals are much harder to apply on yourself. Really? It's Yeah, because well, it's like feel better. you really got to go up and under, kind of like do, do, do. But with a strip, you can just kind of like slap it on and then kind of anchor it with the tweezers, like grab it and pull it. And do you have to trim them? If yeah. I, yeah. First mm -hmm. fix them to your eye and then make, mm -hmm. make them fit and then you put them on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like kind of customize them for your own eye shape, like one lash wouldn't fit all of us. You know, we yes, all have different yes. eye sizes. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, someone, a makeup artist at a talk show I was doing, and she offered to do some uh, touch-up, and uh, she did the strip of lashes. And she told me that it was easier to do them on yourself if you look down, if you have the mirror flat on the mm -hmm. table, huh. and you okay. look down. Oh, I haven't tried it. Tip. I haven't yeah. tried it. Yeah. But I that just came to me. I remember her telling me that, and I oh, should try that. But that's a good it's note. really hard yeah. for me to do that. I feel like the biggest tip is, like, letting the glue dry. Because I sometimes mm -hmm. mess up with that, too. I was telling the girls, like, I was putting my lashes on in the car coming here. Oh, my gosh. You're good at <laughs> like it. Talent, like, talent, talent. <laughs> They're probably, like, sticking up on the corners. But, yeah, the biggest tip <gasps> is just let the glue get tacky enough. So oh. when you put it on, it doesn't make a mess. And so just, let it get tacky on the lash? On the lash. Oh, and okay. then you apply it. Because if you put it on too soon, it will, like, slip around because it's yeah. not about to, like, set yet. And yeah. comes back with me. Like, mm -hmm. I take my hand away and there exactly. it still is. Yeah. Like, it's not going to, like, adhere to your lash line. So, right. yeah, that's, oh, a, that's good a good to tip. Let that go yeah. dry. Because both of you <laughs> truly have mastered it. You look gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Thank you, so you Robin. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I do. Boy, I can pile on that mascara, though. <laughs> What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite mascara? I, You know, I actually have. It's funny because when I do my makeup every day, mm -hmm. I will use like four different kinds of mascara. I, I, do, I have two that I, I use. I do a primer first. Okay. And that is Estee Lauder's Lash Primer. Okay. I love that one. But my top favorite mascaras would be YSL. 
Okay. Uh, I love the Louis Vuitton. Really? Oh, Louis Vuitton, yes. I've only tried their lipsticks I have, and yeah. their gloss. Never really the like their mascaras. Really? Okay. Uh, I bet that bottle looks sexy too, right? Their really packaging does. is so sexy. It is. God, I I'm obsessed. I just can't imagine what they pay for all that packaging. Yeah. yeah. Like we care. pay for it, actually. Right. <laughs> I can't imagine what, yeah. what they're paying because I'm paying it. But uh, it's beautiful. And um, the YSL I love because they have those phenomenal colors. Oh, But right, I use the, the black, you know, the normal gold too but then they have those beautiful blues and an uh, emerald i think they emerald, have an emerald yeah, yeah. silver wow. and black and sparkle and okay. i love all those colors but um, God, i want to go shopping <laughs> yes but i'm really loving one called on the tube it says fully charged and it's by pure okay and it doesn't clump it doesn't make my lashes clump together and I really love it, and I just started using it this week. And I'm going to have the girls look it up. Oh, yeah, I want to know Cortez that. Where I, I ordered it. I need to buy that. You yeah. must buy it. It mm. is the best mascara. But I will go back and forth with two or three different tubes every day Yeah. at the same time. I get that because I have, like, I, my two favorites right now are Pat McGrath and the Extended Play from MAC. It oh. comes in this little blue bottle, and it's like a comb. So it's, like, oh. perfect if you don't want a clumpy lash. Yeah. But the Pat McGrath gives you, like, fullness. Uh -huh. So I'll do the Pat first. Then I'll take the extended play and, like, comb through it. So oh. it's, like, yes. nice and, you know, even. But then I usually stick a lash on top anyway. Yeah. But uh -huh. it's almost just, like, a nice little but shelf. Still, yes. And then my bottom lashes are very, like, long. Good. So I yeah. just use L'Oreal Voluminous Lash. Uh, I use like, that as well. Tried and true. Classic. But I feel naked without lashes. Now I'm so used to having them, like, yeah, when I do yes. my own makeup. So now it's like, ah, uh, I'm missing something. Yes. Let me just yes. stick the lash Pop on. And don't you think it's a myth that lashes pull your own lashes out? I don't think that they do. If they're applied the right way, no. Okay. But if a lot of people will apply them the wrong way to where they put too much glue underneath mm. it, and then it's actually gluing it to their lashes. lashes. Uh -huh. But really, it should, it's on the, the band and it, it's glued to your skin. Mm -hmm. So it should never pull out. So if you ever are taking them off and you're like in pain <laughs> and it's actually pulling out your lashes, you're, you're putting way too much glue in the wrong space. Oh, so I think it's Because a, I don't think yeah. I lose any lashes. Yeah. Good. Great. Yeah, that's I like to clean my face, of course, every night. And I will just literally wash them off. I don't ever pull them off. Oh, that's just, probably good. Yeah. I just clean them off my eyes. Yeah. But I've never felt like that they pull out my lashes. And I also use a lash definer that, that helps your lashes to grow. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, like a, like a lash, serum or something. Yeah. Serum. Like a lash yes. serum. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. What do you like to take your makeup off with? My cleanser that I created. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we're about to have it. I'm not trying to do that. But uh, actually, I'll use two or three different cleansers at yeah. at, at a time. Or but I always use my Foamy Joy cleanser because I really joy. love it. And I created okay. it so I could use it on my eyes and and because I wear so much makeup every day. Right. Um, I like to make sure it cleans and gets every bit of it off and and that I can use it on my eyes. And then it's gentle too. It's you so know? gentle. Yes. God, I can't wait to try that because that's like my biggest thing is I I definitely do a Neutrogena wipe or something uh -huh. to take it off. But then I, when I'm actually like trying to penetrate the skin, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the, the cleansers I'll use will like burn my eyes because uh -huh. there's so much yeah. makeup on, you know? Yeah, so exactly. there's only like feel like the Clinique take the day away mm -hmm. is my favorite. It's like oh, a balm God. and you just scoop it out and like yes. rub it everywhere and it melts everything off. Yes. Oh. So yes. good. Uh, Amanda Lacey has a balm okay. that you can put on your eyes and and it 
takes off the makeup in a gentle way as well. Oh, wow. Um, Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y. I've learned the the trick of using um, coconut oil. Mm. Oh, yes. Just like with, you know, like with the mascara and like the eyeliner. Healthy too. Yeah. Yeah, So I just kind of do that to get all my (gasps) eye makeup Mm -hmm. off and then... Yes, well, that's that is the reason I created Foamy Joy, so I can. It's gentle enough, but again, but it cuts right through all that harsh makeup. And yeah, I love that. I wear so much makeup. I love it though. (laughs) Same. I love it. We're all glam girls. I'm not going to give it up either. (laughs) It's so hard to find good stuff that will remove, though. You know what I mean? As hard as it is to like learn how to apply and like good products Mm -hmm. to put on, it's even harder to like. And then it's like you really need to take care of your skin if you're going to wear that much makeup. So that's exactly right. Because I don't ever just stop at the cleanser either. I use the scrub. Mm-hmm. I've created two, one that can be used every day. And I don't want to turn this into a big commercial for myself, but um, I think it's that important that we use a scrub and then a toner uh, afterwards. And I don't wear makeup every day if I'm staying at home, for instance, but I do put on the products that the skin needs, nourishes it and whatever. So I just think it's very, very important to take care of our skin, our entire bodies, yeah. inside and out. And mm-hmm. that's why another thing I wanted to say and point out today, we're talking about makeup and we're talking about how fun it is to apply it and how fun it is to wear it and how it makes us all feel really pretty and beautiful. And um, it's just a real treat to me to have my makeup on and make have my makeup done. But if you don't feel good about yourself on the inside, if you don't love yep. yourself on the inside, it doesn't matter how much makeup you put on, you're yep. not going to feel beautiful right. until you love yourself and feel beautiful on the inside. So that's also very important. Yeah, We're not totally. actually talking about that today, but we all agree that yeah, that's yeah. something that's so important. Yeah. And just because we're not actually saying that today and talking about that today, it is something that we all believe and we all promote and, and really want everyone else to feel that way as well. Totally. So, yeah. And it's funny because like when I first started doing makeup, I started it purely as like a form of art. Mm-hmm. So I would always like kind of tend to do more crazy out of the box, like drag looks or like, you know, crazy stuff. And I, I didn't necessarily get into it because I wanted to feel pretty myself. I just like doing it on other people. Yes. And so now it's like, as I've gotten older, I used, I mean, back in the day, I would do crazy makeup on myself every single day. And then as I've gotten older, I've become more confident and other things matter to me, you know what I mean? More so than I'm not using it in a, as a form of like from insecurity mm-hmm. anymore, like, whereas I used to, and, um, just being super candid, you know, and mm-hmm. cause it was my strength. I knew I was good at it. Mm-hmm. So I would put all my tricks out all over my face every day and it was so much and I felt like people couldn't really like see who I was you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. so over the years like I feel way prettier with less makeup on yes. and I think that's cool too like that evolution of style and change and how you feel about yourself and and I still mm-hmm. I'm known it's funny because I'm known for drag makeup I work on RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race I yes. you know I'm known for campaign looks that are people come to me for crazy stuff yeah. but then Love I that. come and I'm like minimal you know like wing liner like you know I mean this is minimal for me but it's just I personally don't you know I feel better with less because I want the world to see my face instead of you know like a ton of crazy colors and stuff like that so that's so RuPaul said it best if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else or you know it's just you have to feel pretty with nothing on and then anything else is just an enhancement and Mm -hmm. people too they feel that spirit Mm -hmm. it's like you could have the most beat makeup on and look flawless but if you don't have that smile with it and that energy like it doesn't matter you know so a lot of times on camera I don't get to do this I don't have a full face of makeup it's very minimal 
but I have to like feel mm-hmm. good about it and feel confident because yeah. right. I'm in front of the camera. So it's like, okay, work it That's <laughs> right. without all the lashes and without, you know, the highlight and all That's of that. Right. So yeah, yeah, definitely glow from within so it can show. Yeah. Yeah. And without. can I just say, sitting here with both of you, the moment we sat down, the moment we started visiting, I don't even see the makeup because your personalities and your joy and happiness is shining through the makeup. Aww, We're talking about makeup, so of course I can see it, and I'm sincere when I say you both look just beautiful. But it is a true testament to who you are that as we sit here and visit, I'm forgetting about the makeup. Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah, Especially with like, you know, especially with women too, because it's hard to, you, you want to obviously be around people who inspire you and mm-hmm. other strong women, but they can be intimidating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think especially everyone, you're, you're in cosmetics, you're a model, like, you know, it's like we all have our strengths and things, mm-hmm. but I'm not intimidated by any, either of you yes. because you're so warm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's like, that's like the most beautiful thing, not to get too cheesy, yeah. but no, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so important. It's so yeah. important. And then it's anything else, it's just enhancements and yes. it's just fun and. I agree. I'm going to take this opportunity right now to do something that we do on every podcast. We have a drink of the day. Oh, yes. And today, the drink is called the Flirty Fizz. It's one ounce vodka, two ounce lemon lime soda, a splash of cranberry juice. So you stir all of that together and garnish with strawberries, blueberries, and raspberries. So the girls are going to bring that out. Oh, God. And I added a little bit of sugar to the rim. Oh, oh just so cute. Of course, a nice pink. touch. It's pink. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I love that. I now, you're wait. welcome to pass it over if you don't want it, but we oh, have no. a drink of tea. We want it. We want it. May we have seconds. <laughs> oh, yes. Seconds are a must. Seconds are a must around here. Oh, oh my God. So they're so pretty. cute. Thank you. Wow. Oh, this is so cute. It looks healthy, too. Yeah, it, it does looks look like healthy, sangria. doesn't it? Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it looks like sangria. <laughs> it yeah, it does. does right? oh, I love it. Cheers. So feeling flirty. Cheers. Feeling flirty. Thank you. Wait, can we talk about the tray that it came on? Oh I know. God, isn't that amazing? Is that Lips. um Cheers. Cheers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. Oh my god. Oh wow. I love it's very good. Wow. This tastes really good. It's like a refreshing drink, you know? Gosh, wow. I want to bathe in this. Let's get back to our topic of cosmetics. I think we just are learning so much, so many tips and so much fun information. Shay, tell us something about because we also included in today's topic confidence. Okay. And being a model. Yeah. And walking the runway and t- having your photograph taken and doing the campaigns and such. What is the number one tip you would give any woman that needs to have some confidence, wants to know how to 
create confidence in herself when she is in public or walks into a room for any event, for anything, at work, whatever? You know, as a woman, I feel like we all have our off days where we just don't feel good about ourselves. But my mom tells me to just fake it until you make it. Yes. <laughs> just put a smile on, hold your head up high, good posture, and just fake it until you feel it. You know, sometimes that's, very that's good. just what you got to do. That's but true. I really feel like confidence comes from within, no matter how you look, as we talked about earlier. Like, if you just feel good about yourself, like, in terms of, like, um, who you are as a woman and what you contribute to like your family, your friends, and if you're a good person and all of that, I feel like that's what really gives me confidence mm -hmm. is just knowing mm -hmm. that despite all of this inside, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty cool, you know? I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's like having a conversation with yourself, reminding yeah. yourself of who you are yeah. and what you believe in. Right. And you love who you are. Mm -hmm. You're proud of who you are, mm -hmm. and you're not going to let anyone change who you are mm -hmm. or tell you anything different than what you know and believe about yourself. And I think there's nothing wrong with telling yourself those very things, what you believe to be true, what you know to be true about yourself right. every day. Yeah. Every day if you need to. Yeah. yeah. It's just you just reaffirm every day when you wake up or I actually write in a journal every evening oh. and I'll write about my day or I'll write what's on my mind. But when I end my writing session for the evening, I always end it with something positive. I believe in myself. And yeah. I think that's important for us mm -hmm. all to do. And it, it doesn't have to be written down. Yes. Well, and everyone has something that, that they're proud of and that they're good at. Mm -hmm. So I think too, and I talk a lot about this too with uh, friends, we always get on conversations like this. Like I love just like deep talks and mm -hmm. things like that. And everyone, especially working with artists and, and you know, in this industry, in the city, Every, you're not always going to be everything, but you're something. Right. So you that. might not be rich, but are you a great friend? Are you right. a great mom? Are you a great grandma? Mm -hmm. Are you a great boss? Are you a great employee? Like focus on what you're great at. And the funny part is even if you're down on that or you felt like you had an off day, you can always be better and you can always be better the next day right. and you can always change and evolve. So it's mm -hmm. like, right. you know, there's always something positive. And I think having many goals too is what like kind of keeps me going as a, as a human. So if I'm like focusing on one thing it's like well I don't have that yet but I am killing it in this area and I know it and that fuels me with confidence of like I'm doing a great job you know that's right so even if no you don't have people that are rooting for you or you don't have you know this this fame or this anything it's like you have to kind of be your own biggest fan and right. like you're killing it girl like you're doing right. the best you can you got up today you worked out you were tired you know you made breakfast you're right. you made a healthy breakfast that's like right. whatever there's but always, it's like this hype person always something yeah there's always something to be proud of or you know like you were on time today you did that like little little mini that. goals like right. i feel like that you know i agree thing. and you know i believe that there are people out there right now maybe listening to this or or those that are listening know someone that would argue with you and say, no, there's nothing good about me. But those are the people we need to reach out to, that we all need to reach out. If we know someone that would say that to us, no, there's really nothing good about me, mm -hmm. then it's our job, our responsibility, I believe, to make sure we tell them, no, let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's sit here until we can agree that there is something, more than one thing, great about you. Yeah. And let's talk about it until you tell me. Like, we don't tell them. 
We just sit with them until they can tell us because there is something great about everyone. Right. right. No, it's so true. And if you have to let people like kind of self-reflect, uh-huh. yeah. but being that like person that's like, let's sit down and talk about it. Like, I feel like, and then that, you know, that's a good friend. That, mm-hmm. And then that could be that person's good thing. It's like, I have great friends. That's right. right. That's, yeah. you know, that's so right. it's, there's always something. I, I fully agree. I agree. I agree. Shay, when you said that if you don't feel it, you just have to fake it yes. until you make it. Mm-hmm. But I and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree that some days we don't feel like we're great or that we're we look our best or we're acting our best or yeah. whatever. We all have those days, and mm-hmm. we have days when we make mistakes or we may have feel like we said the wrong thing or we made maybe a fool of ourselves, like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have done that. Well, that's just human. Yeah. That's yeah. just, we're just normal human beings when we have right. bad days or we've done something wrong. And that's when we just say, you know, tomorrow's another day and we right. can fix that. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I really feel like sometimes we're too hard on ourselves. We are. And I totally. feel like a lot of times we put ourselves in competition with other people mm-hmm. and that's a huge confidence killer. Yeah. I always say like compete with who I was yesterday, yes. just with myself. That's the only competition that we all need to have is just who we were yesterday. Right. I agree. Yeah. That's great advice. That is great advice. And it's kind of hard too now with like social media yeah. because everyone only highlights their best points. Right. No, you don't know anyone's behind the scenes or mm-hmm. what they're actually going through or, you know, how their day was that day. That picture could have been taken a month ago. Like, You're right. You know, and it's just, it's so funny that we just live in this time. So I think, yeah, like not comparing yourself and just knowing that everyone feels like that. So if mm-hmm. you know that, it's easier to kind of like, okay, I'm just going to fake it and act happy because I might brighten someone else's day who's right. having a bad day. That's right. And so, you know, it's like kind of pushing past it yeah. and just realizing like everyone feels, everyone has off days. Uh-huh. Everyone. You're not alone. Like and everyone has off It doesn't always days. have to be about you. Like totally. Uh, you can tell yourself, it doesn't always have to be about me. Yeah. yeah. What about everyone I'm going to interact with today? Right. Yes. Am I going to bring my bad energy to them? No. Exactly. I want them to see the best me or like, you know, and That's a right. good vibe. So. That's right. You know, one thing I, when you just said social media, I think it's such a shame when you see someone has pointed out when someone else has photoshopped their image. Okay, mm. so they're at home and they're they've learned how to photoshop on the computer, <laughs> right. which I don't know how to do that. So, no, I don't ever do that. But okay, if someone wants to photoshop their image, let them. Don't point it out. Right. So, I'm talking about not those who photoshop, those who point, point it out, out. Mm-hmm. that someone has photoshopped. My heavens. Why must you do that? That's that, it's that kind of thing that bothers me right. for, also, on every, social media. Every professional image and magazine cover mm-hmm. and promotional yes. photo for every anything, flaw. is it all gets Photoshopped. There's like professional retouchers that have yes. been retouching photos for years. Like, what's but wrong with that? What's really? wrong with it? Like, I just think people on the internet can just be bullies. Yes. They just want something bad to say. They point out the tiniest, silliest of things. I and it's and why do that? This comes from like yeah. don't let <laughs> yeah don't let this be who you right. are. Like why ruin their day? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I just had to say that yeah. because yeah. it I seems agree. like you see that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess because we're all on social media and people think because we're on there that they can just say whatever they want. But be nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like, because be nice. you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Like <laughs> some things you think or you, you just shouldn't put out there. You yes. know, and it's like yes. it's especially in the beauty community and in the beauty world. Like I work a lot with YouTubers and influencers and and models. And, you know, I'm sure you feel the same. It's like people put a photo out and it's like, well, let them make their little tweaks to right. it so that, that that's how they want to be presented. And it's like. Mm-hmm. What's the big deal? Yeah, like, don't call right. them out on it yeah. or be mean to them. Yeah. Right. Like, you don't know what they're 
going through right now. Right. <laughs> I guess I'm a little sensitive right now because Philip and I are going through this ridiculous period right now where there's this huge sweep of of a story that we're getting a divorce. Now it's oh my god! It, I did people, see that, and I saw someone replied. Didn't it? you and him reply? Or we something? actually did. We actually and now tabloids we don't respond to because mm-hmm. they're going to lie about everything. But this is a story that's on some legitimate sites, okay. and it's like a twofold story where they're saying that we're getting a divorce because my skincare brand is so successful that CBS. <laughs> canceled his show because they didn't oh know my about my God. skincare brand. Now, how would that be possible? That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so when you click on the story about us getting a divorce, the scam artist then try to sell you my, but it's not mine, it's a fake skincare item wow. that's a miracle cream. I want you to take them down, Robin. We're taking yeah. them down. I want you to take them down. It's not the first time this has happened. Oh, my God. This is like the third time it's happened wow. where then they... Get people that really believe all of the stories, all of the lies. Like they really believe we're getting a divorce, and they really believe that it's because of this miracle cream I created, which is not my product. It's right. not. It's not from my skincare line. Wow. It's. It's not even. It doesn't even look like my products. It's not packaged like my products. And by the way, you can't even get my products anywhere but on my site. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't. So yeah, you can't sell even sell it anywhere else. No, so. I don't sell yeah. it anywhere else. So they buy it thinking it's mine and it's a miracle. Then they hook them and they just start charging their credit card and they can't get That's out of the loop. Horrible. So it's horrible. They, wow. They're scammed wow. now for People. every month. And also at the same time, believe that we're getting a divorce, even though we're not, never have even talked about it, thought about right. it, whatever. They see us every day together. Right. But they still believe it. Yeah. And so I just, you know, I don't like that kind of stuff. People just want to believe things. Uh-huh. I think that's, that's what it is. And yeah. they won't even click the story necessarily. So that's a right. lot of people just are like breaking news and they're like, oh, did you hear that? And then it spreads because right. they want to know something. It's new. everywhere. Yes. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. And it's that's a shame. So I, I just think it's such a shame that people get scammed. Yeah. You know, they're going to write that we're divorcing because we're so happily married for 43 years now. And so that's... Well, it's a hook. It's, it's a hook. like people yeah, like right. care about you guys. You guys are such like a beloved couple that it's like people are like, oh, wait, what? And they want to click it. And then they get... That's like, My mm-hmm. thing is with people like that, that scam artists, obviously they're very smart. Yes. Use that for good. Right. Like, <laughs> like how do you really know smart. how to do that? <laughs> yeah. would you I know. know how to do well, that? Well, actually this time around, it's like I said earlier, it's happened before, but this time around, they're so bold that they have a phone number on it. Oh, wow. So we are pursuing everything we have to do. I'm yeah. not going to go into it, but... They're they're going down. Oh, <laughs> good for yeah. you. But, I've, I've yeah. been scammed once. It was a small scam when I was looking for an apartment, and they oh. like acted as the um, landlord to this vacant unit, and I gave them a check, a money order, and at the time that was like first the last month's rent. It was like I was like, yeah, I'll take it. No. Literally lied to my face and then <gasps> ran off with my money, oh, and it was no. a fake number. And I've never felt so. And that was like a oh. mild. Th- you know what I mean? I can't oh, even imagine yes. on your scale. It's yes. like I literally could. I was just so frustrated. I was like shaking. I'm like. I felt dumb. I felt like don't betrayed. you feel like, like who does that? Who right. does this? Yeah, he yeah, looked like, in my eye because like, you know you would never do it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yes, people can oh, suck. Sorry, yeah. that's sad. Yeah. So we've totally gotten off the topic of cosmetics and confidence. Anyway, so beauty, <laughs> but you know what? It's all that gave us confidence. But yes, yeah. yes, have the confidence to not believe lies, <laughs> right? Gossip. Well, I think it kind of does tie to confidence because you and Phil are such a confident couple. Thank you. You know, and you like exude this like love that I think. 
it that's what he knew that would make a good story. Uh-huh. I'm assuming it's a man. Mm-hmm. He yes. knew that a lot of a large group of them. Yeah. Yes. Gosh, that's horrible. But I so know. it is. And so it's like you try to be confident to help others, but then some people use that to, you know, their yeah. advantage. Yes. And that, that sucks. They're just horrible people, mean, yeah. horrible people. And yeah. we kind of got off on this topic because um, we were talking about social media. Right. And, yeah. and um, what kind of sites do you watch or listen to other than um, how-to videos for the cosmetics? I, I still want to talk about that because I yeah. think there are so many great ones out there for the young girls. But do you have any sites that you think are really great for young women? Oh, wow. Um I don't not really really more like like websites, but I do listen to a lot of like female run podcasts. I'm really happy Um, about podcasts nowadays because until I started doing this one, I hadn't listened to a lot of them. Right, but I love the idea of podcasts now because when you're in the car or traveling or even just at home, yeah, it's not just about um, having to read. You can listen right. when yeah. you're doing things at home. And so I'm really into the podcast now. I love yeah. Obviously, doing one is a lot of fun, but yeah. I'm really happy that. Same. Yeah. I'm actually starting a podcast next month. Oh, you We're are. launching one. Yeah. Can and I so, be on it? Of course. <laughs> it's, I, I just want to pull in a bunch of like entrepreneur women who, who are just strong, that have a point of view and tell their story and talk, that. you know, very much like same cool, chill vibe. Yeah. But I, I, to myself, like have recently fallen in love with podcasts and I want to talk about more things I'm passionate about. And I feel like oh. we all have so much to say and every right. woman has been through. It takes a lot to be successful as a woman in this industry. So yeah. it's like, tell me your story. Like, what did you go through and talk about the uncomfortable parts and yeah. all that, that stuff. So yes, I would love to have you on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's so hard to just surround yourself with like good, positive women mm-hmm. who empower yeah. each other. Cause totally. a lot of people just like get around and talk crap about each other. And I agree. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, that's not healthy. I no. love that. Yeah. I love that you just said that because it kind of becomes habit and just so create a positive habit instead right. of the negative. Right. Instead of bad mouthing and trashing someone. Right. I feel like if we all just create that common goal of making it a point to be nice and yeah. Yeah. talk nice and, and just help women across the board just do everything we can to be positive and, and lift up women. Yeah. I feel like that's a trend that is so positive and something that needs to happen. And I think it is happening. It's not like totally. it doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'd like to see that be something that is so common, so normal. I have a nine-year-old granddaughter and she's just the light of my life. She's just precious. My grandson is eight. She's nine. He's eight. They're 17 months apart, actually. And they're both so sweet. And I give so much credit to my daughter-in-law, Erica. And and my son, both of them are such great parents. And uh, it's so refreshing to see such sweet children. Yeah, totally. And uh, so I always think of them when I want to be just happy and, you know, mm-hmm. think of something positive because nowadays the kids can be so mean and be such bullies out yeah. there. Yeah. I like that mission when people just think, as you were saying earlier, when you wake up every morning and think, today... I'm going to be positive. I'm going to yeah. be happy and reach out to other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I think that goes back to, too, like creating a, like as much as beauty, you know, makeup and things, but creating a beautiful life for yourself in the sense of like beautiful people around you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like, I mean, we've all probably met someone who you're like, they're so cool. And then you you go to an event with them or their friends. You're like, I don't like their people, though. Like yes. they're in a weird yes. crowd. You're like, how do you yes. even fit into that crowd? Right. But I, for one, like I, I'm very proud of my friend group and the, the women that I work with and the men and women I work with. And it's 
it's like I I can't wait for people to meet them, you Isn't know, and it's wonderful. like and that feels good too. And I think you know that's you have a beautiful family and they're the Thank kids you. are around beautiful people. So mm-hmm. I feel like that is so important. That and, is so important. I agree with you. Yeah, like like my staff here in, yeah, in this office. That's what I was thinking of when I was yes. saying I'm like God, everyone's yeah. so greeted me with greeted us I with know. smiles. Like I'm so blessed yeah. because and it's but it's not an accident. Yeah, I I could not be surrounded by someone who's not positive and happy and and uh, wants to be here. Right. So it, it's not an accident, but at the same time, I really feel blessed that I'm surrounded by such an amazing staff. So thank you guys. Yeah, you guys love are amazing. That. Thank you so great. <laughs> and that's so super important too, because I recently opened a beauty bar in North Hollywood um, called Pout, and I had to do a whole auditioning process like a casting process Mm -hmm. and that was like the number one thing on my list was like they have to be a good person Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah they can do great makeup great but like how are they going to make our customers feel and how am I going to feel around them and so it's so important and it's something that I think people are kind of unaware of how they come off sometimes Uh and it's easy to kind of pick out the bad seeds where you're like uh yeah I just don't think you vibe you know and so we've all been fooled yes totally um, but yes, yeah. when you go with your gut, when you go with your, your intuition on someone, it's really nice when it pays off. Yeah, yeah. And you can say, I was right about it. I was right. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yes. So tell us about Pout. Yeah, so Pout, um, it's basically kind of a dry bar concept where yeah. you walk in and you can just get your makeup done and your hair styled. So mm-hmm. we don't do cut color wash. It's not like a typical salon. It's like, hey, I have an event or I have a photo shoot or something and you just want to get done up. And we have mm-hmm. an amazing staff of artists. They're super well-rounded. Um, and they don't only do beauty makeup, they do crazy prosthetic makeup. Oh, we wow. have um, artists that do face paint, body paint. I mean, we're fully booked for <laughs> Halloween. We're like opening up more slots right now. It's wow. crazy. So they're super well-rounded and I constantly do trainings with them to just stay up to date on trends. Um, but it's very modern. It's a totally new concept. And there's actually nowhere in LA that you can just walk in and get your hair and makeup done. I love that. You've gone back to your high school days. <laughs> yeah, totally. As you were exactly. describing it, yeah. gone home. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that and it does feel like home, and I just wanted to create a space where anyone—a a model, an actor, a, a you know anyone can just a, a mom who I just is like, that. I'm going out for a date night. You know, oh, like today, so actually, yes. it's funny. I left. Um, I stopped by the salon today before I, I came over here, and there was a girl. You know, and I always try to c- come and talk to the client stuff. I'm like, Hey, where are you going? And she's like, I'm going on a date with this oh. guy that a new guy, and they're going to San Diego. So she oh. just wanted to get her hair and makeup done, and she's like, I just want to feel great, and it's very affordable. So it's like you could come a few times a week. Oh, that just gave you chills. I love that. Yeah. And it's it's really special. And we, I mean, the movement is crazy. We have also a lot of like trans women who are coming and getting it makeup for the first time ever. And it's like such a special environment. Like they feel safe in there. I mean, it's just like the most beautiful. I I love it so much. So if you guys get a chance to come up with complimentary anything, hair, Halloween makeup, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's great. So that's wonderful. Yeah, because like hair salons are kind of intimidating. I walk in, yes. like um, everyone's a little stiff in here. Yeah, no. Or just like any type of salon atmosphere, right. it's like kind of scary unless you really know someone. Totally. Yes. I love the idea of everyone having good energy. And yeah, and we anyone have, can walk in. And oh, it's I like a very that. eclectic urban environment. It's like graffiti everywhere, neon lights. Oh. It's all white. It doesn't feel like that stuffy foo foo. Yeah. You know, kind of place where you're like, can I touch anything? Like, <laughs> yes. it's very like down to earth and chill, and you just kind. And I, I'm in there like every night. I just don't want to leave. So oh, I love and we get that. that. Feedback, How many so. people can be 
done at one time? Um, well, we have nine stations. <gasps> wow. So yeah, but some of them are big, so you can actually fit two artists at one station. Oh. So we could fit more, but yeah, there's generally... So a girls group can come in. Oh yeah, we have bridal parties. Oh. We have um, just, I'm going out for girls night. They come in and like a big groups of girls. It's it's awesome. I love that. I love Congratulations. That. Yeah, thank you so much. So Let me cool. ask you one thing. I'm wondering, sure. do you have a dressing room? So if once they get their hair and makeup we done, do. they can pop in and put on their outfit. Yeah. So we have this private area in the back called the lipstick lounge and it has a garage door that closes and it's a completely private suite with a couch. So if you, uh, a lot of our celebrities, clients that come in, will come in there with their people and it's a totally private area for them. But a lot of brides use it. They'll hang their dress up. They'll do the whole thing. So it's like very much, um, yeah, it's like a little closet dressing room. I love it. So So Shay, I I wanted to ask you earlier when we were talking about you doing your own makeup, do you do it for work or do you always have to have someone else do it when you're on the job? Yeah. I always have someone else do it. Um, <laughs> Is that required or you It's prefer just it? like when I go on set, there's just the makeup artist there and the hairstylist there. And it's always scary unless I've worked with a makeup artist before, yeah. you know, being like of the deeper complexion. It's like, oh man, are they going to get my skin right? Or yes. are they going to powder me too much? Or I don't know. But like we talked about that confidence. Mm-hmm. So just got to... Even if I look kind of busted. <laughs> but that's a hard good. job. You have a hard job because, you, yeah, you have to push through. Even if you don't feel pretty in what you have on, you're like, well, I got to fake it, you know. And yeah. That's like, that's crazy. Well, you can come to Pout Girl. We'll hook yes, you up. I, I know. Like, I'm, I request to go to Pout before. Yeah, totally. Yes. People, yeah, yes. Tell us again where Pout is located. It's right in North Hollywood in the Arts District okay. on Lancashire and Weddington. Oh, yes. Yeah. Not far. Not far that. at all. Yeah. It's not far from the studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Close to Burbank. Very close. Yes. We were talking earlier, too, about choosing to not wear makeup. And it reminded me of a story. When I first launched my skincare line, this particular company that I was visiting wouldn't let me tape a segment without my cosmetics on, my makeup on. Did you put like a heavy beat on or was it like, did you go more natural that day? I put full makeup on. Full makeup on. Wow. Yes. Because I wanted to sell the products, but still I thought, that's so bizarre. Wow. Because I really felt like I looked fine without makeup. Yeah. I'm sure you do. I was fine to not wear any on I hope you did a commercial without any on your own. Did you get to? I I did post. uh, Yeah. And I've posted lots (laughs) of times without makeup, but. That's awesome. Isn't that odd? Yeah, it is odd. It's just this industry. I feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, people just. It's a message. It it is. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you when you brought up powder, Mm -hmm. how do y'all feel about wearing Wearing powder because I wear loose powder yeah. on top of my foundation. I'm a powder queen. Oh, I good. A lot of like yeah. I just like, I do the under eye powder. Like, yeah. I like to bake because I have oily skin, I but too. I like being oily. Like, I appreciate the oils, you know? So oh, really? I don't do yes. like full powder, but I definitely bake. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that. because um, my mother used to tell me growing up, like, you're going to be really happy you have oily skin. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I never complained about it. But uh, I do wear powder. What's your go-to? I was just going to ask you guys, like, what's, like, the product you can't live without? I feel like I can't live without concealer. Oh, yes. There's just a lot of days I don't wear any foundation. I just do some concealer, and I feel great. What's your favorite concealer? Okay, honestly, I love ColourPop's concealer. They're, like, a more affordable brand. Um, I I have NARS and Bobbi Brown and, like, all the big ones. And Clay De Poe has that phenomenal one. It's very expensive. Yeah, but ColourPop, it just gets the job done. So, yeah, ColourPop is my favorite. ColourPop, and I've actually never heard of that one. Yeah, they're sold at Ulta. They started off just being sold online, and now they're kind of, like, 
popping up everywhere. No pun really? intended. <laughs> but yeah. They have a lot of fun like colored products, mm-hmm. like colored palettes and kind of vibrant oh, things. Oh. But it's really, really affordable. Yeah. And they have like oh. these really cool eyeshadows that are like um, they're called Ultra Shock Shadows. I have them on right now, actually. It's really like a pretty. jelly. Like, you just apply it with your fingertip and then really? it glides on. Oh, I'm going to try that. Yeah. I like to, uh, I like that, uh, I think it's by MAC, that spray mm-hmm. that you're supposed to set your oh, makeup. Right. But I spray it on a, on a little palette and then I put my brush in it and I put all my Ooh. shadows on with I love wet. That. Yeah. yeah. I love I love doing that. and um, But not the crease. Yeah. In the crease, I don't wet that one. Yeah. But um, I love a new concealer right now that I'm using that I really love is by Kylie Jenner. Oh, oh okay. I have I a love concealer. The little tube. And I really love it. I okay. use it under the eye and uh, anywhere I need to cover my face. <laughs> intense, intense. But yes, I really like yeah. it. And her presses are very affordable. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, gosh, you know what? It's funny. Unless I have to wear my makeup, then I kind of don't now. But I think my go-to, I have no eyebrows, like, at all. Believe really? it or not. Yeah. Oh. This is completely drawn on. I use a marker and two pencils to get my brows like this. Um, but when I was just younger, I overplucked, and there's nothing left. Like, it's like two baby hairs in the front. It looks crazy. You do a so phenomenal is, job. Thank with you. Yeah. yeah it's, so I use um, a marker by this company called The Creme Shop. Oh, yeah. um, and I, it's super affordable. They're a Korean brand. They're sold in, um, I want to say they're sold in CVS. I believe they're sold in CVS. Um, but it's just great markers. So I lay that down as a base because I know that won't wipe off because it's oh, almost yeah. like a stain. Mm-hmm. So I get insecure. Like if I hug someone or like if it's really hot and I have to pat my forehead, I don't want like all my eyebrows to come off. So I kind of lay that down as like my stain base and I do little hair strokes. And then I take these two pencils from Morphe, another super affordable brand that I actually, I'm their director of global artistry. So I have endless amount of Morphe products. Um, But there's these two pencils and they're so tiny, you can get these hair strokes. So it's almost like a good alternative to microblading. Uh Um, But they're so, so thin. And I use a light one in the front and then an auburn one in the the end to kind of tie in with my hair. But yeah, it's like a whole science. And I I can now do them in like five minutes, but it used to take me like 20 minutes to do my eyebrows every day. They look amazing. Thank you. Beautiful job. You're an artist. You're an artist. (laughs) (laughs) I want to wipe it. I want to have like a Robin moment like wipe it off and just show you like what I started with but it's it's yeah every day that's I think that's my go-to is I have to put brows on because I just I don't I don't really feel good without them I I mean I I will but I feel more confident Uh me if Uh I have my brows on yeah well let me just tell you this yeah it was probably four years ago I had an eyebrow transplant because I had the ugliest eyebrows they were too far apart they were thin and the uh, arch was way off, and they were just ugly. And so I, I had bangs. I cut bangs to cover, cover up them. my no. eyebrows. And I had just really had bangs my whole life, so it really wasn't because of my eyebrows, but I never grew them out so that they wouldn't show. Right. So I had taken a friend to a doctor's appointment. She had to have a mole removed on her face, near her eye. And so I drove her because the doctor told her she needed someone to drive her home because he was going to take this mole off. And so he did. And he came out to tell me that everything went fine with her surgery. And uh, so she was a little worried and I was a little worried, but he was not. So as it turned out, it was fine. And when he came out to tell me, I just kind of took my hair like off my face and went, oh, thank heavens. Like 
just in relief. Right. And he went, oh, your eyebrows. <laughs> I went, You're like, no, don't look. Oh, <laughs> we're going to talk about that? I said, oh, yeah, they're ugly, I know. And he goes, well, I have a friend, a colleague, but he's been my best friend through medical school, and he does eyebrow transplants. I've never heard of me And so I went, no way. And so he said, his wife ran his office. He told her to give me the, his card and whatever. So I got home and called this doctor. His name is Dr. Mark Dower. In oh, fact, wait. we've contacted him, and I love him so much. He's, I've sent him so many clients, patients, and he's going to be on a podcast very soon. Oh, wow. He's a brilliant man. And so long story short, I went in the first time, and I learned that you could only transplant your own hair. Okay. So he took a small patch from the back of my head of scalp, mm-hmm. and then he, he stitched it up. You know, there's just a fine line on the back yeah. of my scalp. I probably couldn't find it. And uh, from that, and it was probably okay. an eighth of an inch wide, maybe. And from that little patch of scalp, he collected from that more, but he only used a total of 400 hair follicles. And there were probably, from that patch, a thousand. You would never know it. So he used 400. He did 198 in one eyebrow and 196, I think, in the other. Wow. And so, yes, yes. So I went in. First, he took the patch from my scalp and then he stitched that up. So then he deadened my eyebrow area and I got in the chair, like a dental chair, and I probably laid there an hour while they collected the follicles. And then he poked a really fine needle type tool and he would poke a hole in my eyebrow and transplant that hair hair in there. And he drew the brow and showed it to me. And I was like, oh, beautiful. So he created the arch he wanted and the placement. And he just would poke and transplant that hair. And so they were very long because they were my actual right. hairs. Oh my gosh, that's, and it was kind of funny. Yes, it was funny looking. <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't take a picture for myself, yeah. but he did. But he would show me the mirror and here's his long hair. But And then he trimmed them when he was done. And uh, they were just beautiful. I love them. I'm actually thinking of going back to see him. I've never tweezed a brow since. I, I just trimmed them with scissors, like little scissors because he placed it perfectly where they're so perfect yes i just fill in a little bit because i guess the original brows maybe have thinned i don't know because with age your brows thin everyone has to fill it in and i will tell you the tabloids went crazy saying i'd had a facelift and they were showing before and afters when in fact no people are obsessed with you robin i know (laughs) in a bad way In a really bad way. What a, yeah, like what a great compliment. You yeah. do one thing that's a minor, yes. you know, yes. fix, and but then it, it completely it. changes your whole. It yeah. changed the whole wow. look of my face. Oh my gosh, I want to go get this done. You have to do yeah, it. Yeah, I need this number. We'll yes. talk. I'll give it to you. Wow. It's How do you deal with all the tabloids and stuff? You know, I, I have to give Oprah credit because before we moved out here, uh, Philip had been doing her show for five years before he had his own show, but one day a week. And, uh, they had already written a few things, but it wasn't really that bad. So before we moved out here, she just called me at home in Dallas and started preparing me for certain things. And the number one was the tabloids. And she said, you know, you can let it upset you or you can just make a decision that it's nonsense. You know the truth. And of course, I listened to her and I only get upset when they use just really ugly pictures like Come on. Yeah, like, Let me really? give you the photos <laughs> right. and you can write whatever, whatever you want. You want. Yeah. <laughs> so I can remember the first time that I looked at one and went, I got a 
That's a great picture. Awesome. <laughs> you don't even care what the title is. I don't care. Like what they write. Don't care. That because was great. we know the truth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We know the truth, and they're never going to write the truth. Right. So right. Well, when Oprah gives you advice, I mean, you, you take, take Oprah's you take advice. Yeah. <laughs> you take it. She's smart. She truly is the most genuine, honest, kind-hearted woman ever. Oh, and she only great. wants someone happy. She really wanted me to be okay with it. It's like she's like a mama bear. Yeah. Like she feels she felt responsible because yeah. here we were, changed our life, and which she was not responsible for any negative. Yeah. But uh, she wanted everyone happy, and she felt she needed to tell me how to what was in store. And so she mm-hmm. told me about the tabloids. And I mean, she's just a, it was like a treasure chest of information. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And that one big jewel of tabloid info was. Priceless, so wow. that's amazing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you never know uh, the unknown. You never know yeah. what's going to happen to it in your life when something brand new like this is. And so I listened to everything she said, and yeah, well, it's yeah. something most people don't will never have to experience. It's like the point five percent in the uh-huh. world that are going to have to experience that's it. Right. It's like, right. That's right. Either you can't get trained, or you know, that's to right. prepare for that. That's so. right. School of Oprah. We were right. the unknown, you know. It's just yeah. we were just living a life of the unknown in Dallas, Texas, and loving it, and raising our children, whatever. And she cared enough to call and say, "Okay, I'm going to prepare you for this and for that and for this and that." But yeah. the tabloids was her first. Well, what a great mentor, right? Yes. I know she's amazing. That's an incredible. She's just amazing. Stedman is the nicest man, and they're just nice people. All oh, of them. We love That's nice right. people. I know. Yes. We love positive yes. energy. Okay, so next, ladies, we're going to play a game. We do this on every podcast, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Do y'all like playing games? Yes. Love, love, love playing games. Yeah, I do too. So, how well do you know cosmetics? That's the name of this game. Oh, okay. I think we have someone that might beat us here, Shay. Yeah, but- I think so. <laughs> well, listen, I don't know. <laughs> pressure. I'll do my best. Okay. In which country did the word cosmetic originate? This is a multiple choice. Okay. Italy. Oh, sorry. (laughs) France, Greece, Germany, or Italy? I'm going to go with D, Italy. I'm going to go with France. The answer is Greece. Oh, what? I never went. I was like cosmetique. I was like thinking of it in like a different (laughs) way. Wow. So it's B, Greece. 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 Yes. I never would have thought. I wonder if it's like because of the theater, you know? Maybe. I don't know. Theater. I don't know what I'm talking about. That may be, though. <laughs> You're like, actually, don't listen to me. Wow. That may be. Wow. wow. Look at that. Okay. So if you could create a lipstick after a romantic event in your life, what would you name it? Hmm. Regret. No, just yeah, kidding. right? I'm like, why would you call it failure? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Shay, what would you name it? <laughs> I think failure. <laughs> failure. My romantic life is... <laughs> Not the best. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with okay. I have a, like a favorite boyfriend, like Aww. from one, like my high school, like sweetheart. Aww. His name was Ryan, and it just like didn't work out because it just wasn't gonna work out. But I would probably name it Ryan because I always Aww. think he had all the qualities. Aww. Now I'm like, I would t- like. I mean, there was still some missing. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but like in, in as a whole, he was my favorite. So I would definitely name it Ryan. Shout Aww. out to Ryan. Shout out to you, Ryan. Like Elsinore. Come visit Powell. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Do you still visit with him? Talk to him? No, I talked to his mom. Me and his mom. I always get super oh. close with my boyfriend's moms, and we're just yeah. always like stay in touch. But he's married, has kids now. Like it's it's just oh. so such a different life. Yeah. But 
yeah, I always think about him. I'm like, God, he was fun. He had all these like great things that I would want in a partner, like that. for the future. So, so I good. I can play this one because uh, my answer would be that I would name it Welcome Home oh, because, cute. and I'll quickly tell this: the home that we're in right now, Philip surprised me with it. Oh, we had been looking for a new home. And we just couldn't find one. So we decided, and we wanted a home. It had some had to have some certain requirements. It had to have a view because we were living on the flat street and very close to the curb. And the tour buses would come by all the oh, time. Oh, no. And uh, we could hear them out there describing <laughs> describing us. And yeah. half the time they were saying, we they're getting a divorce. Oh, <laughs> we God. would actually hear them say oh, that. <laughs> and I would step out and go, no, we're not. <laughs> you and Phil should just fake fight, like fake fight in the in the window that they can see. Like, <laughs> so we wanted to move off the street, and we went to this one the home we're in right now uh, because our daughter in law's sister's husband. So he's like family. Right. He's the realtor, and he got us to be able to see this home. It wasn't ready for people to be looking at it, but okay. he was able to take us to it. And I fell in love with it, but it wasn't finished. A woman was building it herself and she wasn't finished and wasn't ready to sell. But so a year went by and two years went by and we kept looking and Philip said one day our granddaughter had been born. She was just a few months old and, and uh, I was babysitting her because Philip and our son had a meeting. So he gets back and, and I think he's forgotten about it. And Jay had just arrived and picked up Avery and he's eating something. He goes, oh, by the way, it's not too dark. Let's go look at that house. And I went, I'm going to be really honest with you, sweetheart. Uh, last time I went by there, I actually stopped and walked up the driveway and I almost got thrown in jail. So <laughs> I think we shouldn't go. He goes, oh, we could go, just go look. So long story short, we go and he drives up the driveway. The gate's open and I'm thinking, oh, the workers must be leaving. So he drives up the driveway and I kind of slink down a little bit <laughs> like, and, in the seat like, I said, Philip, really, we shouldn't be doing this. He drives up right to the front door, and the door's open, and it's getting a little dark. No lights in there, and she hasn't finished the home yet. And uh, he gets out and goes, stands at the door, and he goes, come here, come here. I'm like, no. <laughs> and finally, he convinces me. I get out of the car. I go stand behind him, and I'm like, oh, look. And he swoops around, picks me up, carries me over the threshold, and says, Welcome home. Oh my god. I just god. bought you this house. I have chills right <laughs> now, Robin. Oh my god. I love that so much. That is the sweetest story it I've ever so heard in my life. It was so sweet. And oh my just god. about that time it got pretty dark in the house, but right in the middle of the foyer, right there was a standing champagne bucket. And oh my god. Jay and Erica had come out there and put that there. Oh. And because While you were babysitting, was that what? The, oh, oh my gosh! My God. He this and our son and Jay's brother-in-law Billy were at a restaurant buying the home from the woman. Oh wow. So Jay left, raced over and picked up Avery, and they ran out to the house with the champagne, champagne bucket, and it was chilly in the house. And Erica had taken off her denim jacket and put it over the railing. Yeah. And Philip goes, "Oh, and over there." Erica thought it would be cold, so she left her jacket. I was wow. like, oh. And so Philip doesn't drink, but yeah. it never has. And so they put the champagne in two glasses, and he oh popped the champagne and toasted my new home. And it was just like the most beautiful That's event ever. How much so did incredible. you cry? I cried I, I, like a baby. Bawling. I still oh cry. God. I still cry. Thought, I walked yeah. through that house and still. 
Oh my gosh, that that's so amazing. That's your it's, home now. And you just, so, yes. Oh my gosh. I would name it Welcome Home. Aww. Isn't that precious? That is the most beautiful story. That wow. Is so the beautiful. goals. You I guys are that. relationship goals. Right. Thank you. Okay, so the <laughs> next question How often should you replace your mascara? Every three months, every six weeks, whenever it runs out, or once a year? Mm. I say A. I say A too. It is A. Yeah. Every three months. I did not know that. I did not know that. Because I keep them a little longer than that. What one item would you apply to run errands besides lipstick and sunscreen, of course, because that's a given. I believe those two are always a given. If you do not want to do your usual makeup routine. I would say eyebrows because of my eyebrow history and story. I say concealer. And you said concealer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Go to. So my answer is perfume. Oh. I'm, I'm like... I put it on all the time. Yeah, me too. All the time, all day, all the time. <laughs> What's your favorite perfume? I so love a Tom Ford fragrance right now. I can't put it on enough. It's called Lost Cherry. Okay. It's oh. so wonderful. Is that what's on the, in the room? I saw something I think I did put it. I think Ooh. I did put one in there. I want yes. to smell like Yummy. you. I'm going to spray some before I leave. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We're going to take a little spray yeah. before we it's go. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah, okay, fun. which one of these is not... A NARS blush shade. Sin, orgasm, seduction, luster. Seduction. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say sin. Luster. Luster? Yes. I thought that is one. I, yeah, maybe it's just a finish. Yeah. That, like, oh, this, yeah, that's right. It's the finish. Wow. NARS blush shade. I was confident with my answer, though. You were. <laughs> I was like, seduction. I, I thought, well, yes, it's luster. <laughs> okay, so you woke up late and have no time to get ready. What's the single makeup product you grab to apply before running out the door? Lip balm. A gloss with a shimmer. <laughs> I'm saying concealer. Yeah. Okay. These are good questions, yeah. Robin. Thank you. You are asked to create a nail polish after an event in your past that made you who you are today. What color will it be and what do you name it? I think my the color will be blue. And I would name it Daryl. That's my dad. Oh, yeah. His favorite color was blue. So, wow. I love Daryl. I love that. <laughs> um, I love that. Mine would be, mine would be like a lavender, and it would be called Crystal after my sister because I kind of took on like a mom role with her oh. when our parents got divorced a few years ago. And she had to like come live with me. And it's like, I basically, I feel like I've raised her. Like, <laughs> and so, yeah, she's like, I, everything I do, I do. With her in mind, so and oh, it, she loves the color that. lavender. So. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, my answer would be the color pink, of course. and it's <laughs> not hot pink, but almost. Mm, love that, and it's a powerful pink color. Mm. Is what I explained, and it will also have a white sparkle to it. Ooh, and the name of it will be "Remember to Forget," mm. because I have this quote that I always say to my children, and and it's. Forget the mistake, but remember the lesson. I love that. Wow, that's beautiful. That. It's kind of like forgive yourself for the mistake you made, but yeah, remember yeah. the lesson. It's going to happen. You. You're going to make mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you could only pick one beauty site to shop on, what would it be? Mine would definitely be Sephora, but I hate shopping for beauty online. I like going in really? stores. Yeah, yeah same. Like see it. it. Oh. <laughs> same. I would, yes. I would probably choose Ulta because I feel like they're always like bringing in new brands. And so it's kind of like fresh mm-hmm. and fun. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the 
one I shopped at in Dallas all the time. Yeah. I had a really big one close to my home and I love to go in there. But now I shop on sites all the yeah. time. I do shop online. Um, I love to shop at Violet Gray. Okay. I've never heard of that. Oh, oh she, her, she's online and well, she has a store actually, but I go online. But all of her products on there are to do with beauty. Wow. And uh, it's a beautiful site. Look there are a lot up. of great yeah. ones. Violet yeah. Gray. Violet Gray. Okay. Mm-hmm. G-R-E-Y or A-Y? Uh, E-Y. E-Y. Okay. What color helps to counteract facial redness? Red, purple, peach, or green? Green. Green. Yeah. green. <laughs> yes, it's green. Thank I did you. not know that either. <laughs> okay. So you put the green pencil or something on mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. discoloration. Yeah. It's basically like if you are familiar with like a color wheel, mm-hmm. it's you just look um, at the color across from it. And a lot of times it's like the contrasting color, the complementary oh. color. And a lot of times it's like has to do with holidays. So how I remember it is like Christmas, green, green and red, Lakers, purple and yellow. It, those All those colors. So if you have like a bruised purple oh. under eye, you put yellow down and it will um, counteract that. So oh. yeah, I always use orange for like dark. Yep. Circles, yeah, orange like, and blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. very good to know. Also good for covering tattoos because a lot of tattoo ink has blue in it. So if you take like an orange lip liner and you just trace over the tattoo, you can just cover it with foundation after and it completely disappears. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay, Nicole and Shay, thank you so much. This has been a blast. We don't want it to end for all you listeners. We really do not want this to end. We have agreed that I'll say goodbye, but we're going to stay put in these chairs. Yes. <laughs> so I want to thank all of you listeners out there because without you, we wouldn't be able to do this, of course. But at the same time, we here have had just so much fun. And uh, Secret Squad, I want you to tag me in your fun makeup looks and on social media. I want to see what you've learned and maybe steal some of your ideas for myself. As always, visit I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com to submit your secrets. I love reading them. See you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.